Roswell Park Cancer Institute is dedicated to providing cancer patients, survivors, and family members inspirational stories, wellness tips, and the latest cancer news. Here's another episode in our podcast series, Cancer Talk, with Bill Klaproth. The body's endocrine system, which controls the body's hormones, can become compromised and disrupted when cancer invades part of the endocrine system. Here to talk with us about endocrinology and cancer care is Dr. Rajiv Sharma, head of the Endocrine Oncology Department at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Dr. Sharma, thanks for being on with us. So first off, what does an endocrinologist do? Uh, thanks, Bill. Uh, good morning, and uh, thank you for having me here. Um, so uh, endocrine system is actually a collection of different glands that secrete hormones uh, directly into the blood and which are then carried to a distant target organs. And a major, thyroid, a major endocrine glands include pituitary glands, thyroid, parathyroid, pancreas, testiculars, and adrenal glands. And the endocrine system, uh, to just make you understand and people understand, is it's quite different from something called as exocrine glands, where the secretions are secreted into the duct, whereas an endocrine organ secretes the hormones directly into the blood system. And uh, for example, I'll give you a very good example is uh, pancreas, which is actually both endocrine and exocrine gland, where endocrine function is insulin and the exocrine function is, uh, you know, pancreatic secretions. So in general, an endocrinologist is concerned about any abnormality in these glands arising out of either excess hormones or deficiency in these hormones. And how are endocrinology and cancer connected then? Well, there are uh, two different ways an endocrinology um, endocrinologist would be involved in cancer care. One is, per se, there is a, some tumor of the endocrine glands. And the second way an endocrinologist is involved is when you have a cancer patients who have some kind of endocrine t- uh, or, um, problems going on at the same time. For example, there is a cancer patient and has diabetes. So in both cases, an endocrinology, uh, endocrinologist involvement is uh, very, very important. So what types of cancers then do you treat? Well, uh, the most common cancers that, as an endocrinologist, I see is uh, thyroid cancer, um, and these are malignant thyroid cancers. And but I also see a lot of benign tumors of uh, endocrine tissues, like the pituitary tumor, which is mostly benign. Uh, adrenal tumors, we see a lot of adrenal tumors, uh, which are benign but could be malignant as well. Um, and then we see a lot of other tumors like parathyroid gland tumors, um, pancreatic neuroendocrine tumors, um, testicular tumors. Um, so these are some of those uh, common seen tumors um, by the endocrinologist. Is thyroid cancer one of the more common types of cancer that you treat? Yeah, th- I, I see bulk of my uh, patients with uh, endocrine tumors um, or cancers is thyroid cancers. And, um, and we have a flourishing head and neck service here, so a lot of referral base is from them. But yes, endocrine thyroid cancer is the most common cancer I see. Now, are there different types of thyroid cancer, and what would the symptoms be? So, um, well, you know, it could be completely asymptomatic. So um, most of the times we, what we see is it's an incidental finding. Uh, incidental finding means that somebody has a, a CAT scan or some kind of MRI done for head and neck area, say, for some back pain or neck pain, and then the radiologist find that uh, somebody has a nodule, which is a growth in the thyroid gland. So when you find a nodule uh, in the neck, in the thyroid tissue, then 
we evaluate that nodule and see how it looks on the imaging studies like ultrasound and then advise patients to undergo a biopsy of those, those nodules. And uh, the majority of the time, it's benign, but there is certain percentage, like 2 to 3 percentage of the time, when these nodules might be malignant or cancerous. And the treatment is to take the thyroid gland out, um, and um, that is done by the surgical uh, service. Um, most common thyroid cancer uh, is something called as papillary thyroid cancer, which constitute about 85% of the thyroid cancers. And uh, then the second more common one is called as follicular thyroid cancer. And then very rarely you could have some uh, something called as anaplastic thyroid cancer. And there is a special type of thyroid cancer which is um, different from the papillary and medullary, uh, sorry, papillary and follicular thyroid cancer, and that's called as poly, uh, medullary thyroid cancer. And that has a different morphology and pathology than the more common of um, thyroid cancers. The symptoms in general are um, absent, um, but rarely patients might complain of some swelling in the neck. They might complain of a problem with swallowing. If it's too big, that can you know cause problem with the nerve which supplies your vocal cord. Then they might have a little bit of hoarseness. But a majority of my patients, they are asymptomatic. Okay, and what other types of uh, endocrine disorders do you treat? So um, I treat uh, patients with pituitary tumors or pituitary dysfunction. So, for example, if you have a tumor in the pituitary gland, that is um, basically pituitary gland is a uh, master gland and produce a lot of hormones which control other organs. So if there's any issue with that, then I treat them uh, with either the replacement of that hormone or if there's a tumor, evaluate and send them to the neurosurgeon. Same way, a lot of patients come to me with high calcium and uh, they might have a tumor of a, a parathyroid gland and we evaluate them, and if we find there is a gland which is overactive, and we take it out, and that cures the patient of uh, hypercalcemia or high calcium. Um, we do see a lot of patients with uh, adrenal tumors, and the same like as I told you about the thyroid cancer, these are also something called as adrenal incidentilomas, and because it's incidentally found, and uh, we want to make sure that these uh, tumors are not overproducing or underproducing any hormones. So we check them for, uh, you know, uh, overproduction or underproduction. And if there's anything abnormal, then um, surgery is always the cure. But some of these patients might not be a good candidate for surgery. So then we have uh, medications uh, for them um, and they do well on that. Okay. Speaking of treatment, when cancer invades part of the endocrine system, what are Mm -hmm. the normal ways that you go about treating it? Well, it depends on which uh, endocrine organ is involved. So sometimes, uh, um, say, you have a cancer in the abdomen and it invades the pancreas, then if the surgical uh, team can take care of the pancreas, they usually take it out. But once you take it out, then the patient would develop diabetes. And then my role of uh, managing the patient with diabetes would come. So similarly, patient has a um, thyroid cancer, so they take it out and then the patient has no thyroid gland of their own. And then um, I would replace them with the thyroid hormone uh, for lifelong. So those are long-term side effects then of having uh, the thyroid removed or the pancreas removed. Is that right? Right. So uh, long-term, well, if they don't have their organ which is producing their own hormones, so they would require um, additional hormones from outside. And this is not the perfect system compared to what the body uh, does by itself. Um, so you do tend to have patients which who would have some kind of uh, um, side effects, like if they get too much thyroid hormone, they can get palpitations, they can feel like you know um, the weight loss. 
um, anxiety. And if it's too low or under under replacement, then they can feel like weight gain, um, not feeling well, sleepy. Uh, similarly, for the diabetes, if you um, get too much of insulin or um, diabetic medication, your sugar could drop too much and cause hypoglycemia. And if you don't, uh, you know, give a good treatment, then you can get into hyperglycemia or high sugar. And quite a bit of these patients might be difficult to control as well. So is removal the only method of treatment? Do you ever use radiation or chemo when it comes to the endocrine system? Uh, well, majority of the time, surgical um, option is the cure. So uh, if I find something in the endocrine gland, there's a tumor, and uh, I would suggest that these um, tumors should be taken out. But there are instances when, you know, a patient might not be a good surgical candidate and then uh, they might need a, a different treatment. Um, chemo is usually not the first treatment for endocrine or um, gland tumors. And the same way radiation is also not the first-line treatment. So first-line treatment is always surgical and followed by uh, the hormone replacement. So uh, definitely on a case-by-case -case basis, uh, depending on how you treat that endocrine uh, cancer when you find it. Right, exactly. So I will give you an example of something called as neuroendocrine tumors. So these are like highly specialized uh, tumors of uh, usually the pancreatic gland. And um, sometimes these tumors, when they present, they are very small and difficult to find. But by the time they start, uh, we start to uh, look at them in imaging studies, they already have progressed to other, other organs. At that time, it's difficult for the patients to be sent for surgery. In those cases, um, I would not call it the chemotherapy, but there are treatments um, that controls the hormones, and uh, they are pretty uh, standard treatment now. And I, in conjunction with uh, other services like GI oncology or head and neck service, uh, manage the patient in a multidisciplinary way. Right. Well, Dr. Sharma, thank you so much for your time today and talking to us about endocrinology and cancer care. For more information, visit roswellpark.org. That's roswellpark.org. You're listening to Cancer Talk with Roswell Park Cancer Institute. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.